0: This portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought to you by Lawn Doctor, your best lawn ever guaranteed. And I can tell you with my own experience what a fantastic job they did and have done with my lawn. The easiest thing to do is log on to their website. It's LawnDoctor.com. LawnDoctor.com. Put in your zip code, your best lawn ever Guaranteed. It's Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. You can call them 401 392 1025, but log onto their website, lawndoctor.com. You're listening to the John DePetro show. It's AM 1380 99.9 FM. And you can always listen online at our website, depetro.com. So there's something really interesting in the city of Warwick and if you go on to dipetro.com uh where i also have links to not only obviously facebook but but also on youtube i realize not everyone's on as i hear from many of you not everyone's on, hey, okay okay youtube anyone can can access but there were these two black coyotes in the city of warwick and so yesterday i thought you know what Uh, i'll take a shot i mean i know war pretty well fairly well um and i i understood there was somewhere in the oakland beach area and sure enough (laughs) i ride over there and boom there they are there's two of them they're definitely not dogs they're coyotes they're black and they're just kind of wandering around so first i thought i would just film them but then i found i could actually keep a a decent you know safe distance i don't want to be right on top of them so i actually went live and did a live stream and it's pretty interesting to watch them now then other people come along and then these other people you know whatever some man a very large individual he's driving his wife who's another very large individual she's filming i don't know what they're going to do with this film but anyhow um so it's pretty it's pretty interesting and there's a, a number of different people, you know. The mayor and the police are saying just leave them alone, uh and they're saying keep your distance. Coyote seen roaming in Warwick, but I don't think that's easy to do because as I capture, there's a family, and one of the coyotes goes up, and starts drinking out of the, you know, pool. They have like a little kiddie pool, so the mother freaks, and is saying to get inside the house uh to the kids and then they're yelling you can hear that on the video and then um and then they they are warning coyotes can you know go after house pets cats dogs so it could certainly be a problem and as much as someone may say well you know dogs can handle themselves but the fact is the um as much as you may say that when there's two of them and coyotes certainly have different you know different teeth than just a regular dog um, that it it could certainly be problematic so i think they're going to have to do something though because the dm says to residents there's nothing concerned Uh, they're not strictly nocturnal so they can be spotted during the day and they do help control you know population we need coyotes small rodents things like that so what they're saying is and i did capture some of this people were trying to feed them you shouldn't do that um you know just don't honk your horn but you know keep dogs on a leash cats inside don't feed them keeping them wild is key for their safety stay 150 feet away and so uh but it's it's definitely interesting and i know you know as 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 per the norm some people say, "Oh, you know what's the big deal?" But it's what is news it's it's unusual. Now, also, speaking of the website dpetro.com, I was able to get some of those Providence Police body cam videos that shows the chaos where they're going after one of the ATV riders and his bike won't start, so he starts running away. so he won't cooperate with the arrest. And again, this is on. If you'd like to see this video. You just log on, depetr dot com. It's also well, it's a link to the YouTube channel. Now, because of the language and the nature of it, it's an eighteen plus. You have to do things by age on YouTube. It's nothing it's it's nothing too graphically violent, and the language is is really not that bad except for a couple of F bombs here and there. But just to be on the safe side. So don't be um dissuaded if you if you try to uh obtained or or watch it i should say and you can't readily do it you have to do it with a youtube account um but it's it's pretty dramatic it also shows what the providence police go through as several of them are then coming back towards them and riding towards them and it sure seems though the one they have on the ground the one that they caught because there's a pack of them there's 25 to 30 of them but the individual that they caught, that he is signaling to his friends, his fellow ETV riders, to come and kind of rescue him and get him off, you know, get him off the ground and, and try to do something to get him free. And then he's now, none of them are were fully prepared to do that. But the police had their taser gun out. And I believe one of the officers even drew his weapon. Because as you'll see in the video, the uh, ETV riders are zooming in and, and roaring and yelling at the police as they have one of their co riders i don't know the nature of the relationships so i'm not going to say friend it could just be a group of people they all ride together but anyhow they have him on the ground and they're calling for backup it's a very very chaotic scene and you also see kind of the danger so this individual he has his hands under under him and he's on the ground face down and they're saying give us your hands and he won't pull his hands up he keeps saying oh it's caught but if you're a a member of law enforcement easily he could have a weapon he could have a gun or a knife and then you really got a problem and and where this exacerbates is the individual will simply not cooperate and then he's upset and then you see him even in the back of the the squad car this is a, some atv rider who was arrested and his name was out there and so forth but my point is he's in the squad car and he totally unapologetic and then he's accusing them of uh well you know you guys were you guys were like beating the the stuffing out of me so to speak and a little more but it doesn't even get into the fact that he wouldn't cooperate wouldn't show them his hands lying on his hands uh made for you know like a tussling arrest that only kind of complicated the the situation a little bit. So, of course, no mention of that. <laughs> not acknowledging that, not seeing that in in any way. And so um so it leads to that. So again, if you log on at depetro.com. Now, we also have the Winsocket shooting from the other night. We have the Chad Brown shooting from Saturday. We have all of the Coventry video that is very very popular but is specifically the black coyotes you know i i've covered a lot obviously with film i mean you know hundreds of thousands of hours now and if if you look at it, i've never seen it like that you have to see they're just in a trot i i understand the city is saying just you know to, to residents leave them alone ignore them i don't know it's kind of tough to ignore in in a community where you're supposed to i think all dogs are supposed to be on a leash so you can't have loose dogs this is um this is in oakland beach and warwick where there were there were many there are there's many of the houses are right on top of each other you're not talking about like in a country setting we're not talking about some coyotes in smithfield or north smithfield or you know cumberland and lincoln where they'd have a little more room it's 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 you know it is near the water but it's pretty urban right close-knit some of those streets are tight and so i think it's I don't. I think the DEM is going to have to do something. And you can get up close enough to them. They could definitely tranquilize them and bring them somewhere and examine them. I think they're going to have to. I don't think they can just let them roam around this neighborhood, let alone the summertime is coming. And then who knows what's going to happen. And you also have, you know, a lot of the outdoor eating establishments have food around that are down around in that area. So I think that's one of those situations they're going to have to, uh, get up and do something and another story to watch is in cranston where they're going to move these homeless encampments so they have one at fayfield where i used to play little league in edgewood that one but then the other one is right near Chapel View shopping complex and the city is now putting up signs saying no camping and no squatting so cities and towns folks this is another example by the way the people are going to end up going where they are not chased out but this is an example this business of well there's nowhere to go and the shelters are full then where do you suggest these people go you can't just start camping in these encampments you can't just start camping on that's public property and these individuals need some kind of a guidance whether it is for employment or whether it is for substance abuse or whatever it is that they they it needs the message needs to be clear you can't just start camping everywhere all right but not they're not and they're certainly not going to allow it in the city of cranston you're listening to the john DePietro show get your driveway paved j perry paving letter j j perry paving high quality Fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot. J. J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730 online at jperrypaving.com and look for them on Facebook. Listening to the John DiPietro Show weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining us right now, one of my siblings, independent columnist, opinion maker, it is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to start off with... um, and it is unusual. We're going to go through a couple topics. But one of the things is, what are you to make of that it would seem this DeSantis pack. Now, he hasn't announced yet, but boy, this is pretty uh, gutsy. This DeSantis pack, where they're running. I don't blame them, but they're running negative ads against President Trump, basically saying, like, what happened to him and uh, questioning. So I want to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Yes, and and great to be with you, John. Right. You know, I think they made it. First of all, his team has made a strategic decision. They've come right out of the blocks. Um, And I think they're just taking it right to him for a couple of reasons as I'm looking at this. Um, I, I also think this phrasing of what happened to Donald Trump. Now, they, they're running it, as I'm reading this, on like two levels. Number one, they're, they're getting into some policy differences, right? So they're saying, well, actually, maybe he's done some stuff that was more in line with Pelosi and Democrats, not Republicans. So there's that level of, oh, what happened to Trump? Like maybe he's not, his record is not as conservative, by the way, as DeSantis. But I also point. think, you know, so I, I think you're going to start seeing a lot of that because DeSantis really has the rock solid conservative record, and I think he 's going to make Trump try to defend that, but secondly, John, I think it 's a subliminal thing it 's like a double hit because I think it's it 's playing into and implies um a very sensitive point for Trump, kind of like Trump has gone too wacky yeah. um, that you know what what happened to Donald yeah. Trump I think that's right. clever phrasing um. I think it it does give him like what I call a double hit. You can take it on two levels. It's like, wow, like, is he kind of like, you know, just going back and forth? What happened to him? He's gone a little too wacky. Um, Does he look, you know, disorganized or sometimes, you know, not really the guy that was? And then I, again, I think it can also be what they're putting up on the screen is also trying to tell the base and and wavering parts of the base I, I think that's what's important what's going on here john they have yep. i'm sure desantis team they have a lot of internal polling there's a lot of wavering republicans that might technically look in trump's camp but i'm not sure that they are so they're playing to them and they're saying you know he, actually because he was disorganized his record as i say was not as conservative as you think and i think they're going to start dribbling that stuff out Um, And I don't know. I know Trump's got, you know, so now they've got dueling ads. But Trump, a lot of his history of running ads, as we know, it always comes down to doesn't want to spend that much money. And I just question, is he really got the apparatus in place of campaign staff, John, to do like rapid fire
0: response? I don't know. Donna Perry, there's still the headline. Ron DeSantis quietly steps, up, steps staffs up for his presidential campaign. I think it, it just shows he is, he is not going to be intimidated. Um, I, I know there's a lot of Trump loyalists out there, but the problem when you, this early to me, when you have such a high number, as we both know, the only way it's going is down. And there's certainly something to be said for peaking too early. I, I am, and his legal troubles are not going away. I think it shows DeSantis is in no way being persuaded not to make a run. And something that you and I talk about and you've made a good point on, and that is you have to know when your window of opportunity presents itself.
1: Yep. You've got to jump when that window is there. And I think he's doing a couple of other very smart strategic things. So he is running this tagline, fight Democrats, not Republicans. That yeah. kind of hurts and sticks to Trump, because the way we know that we, the way he pulled it out, won the um, primary in 2016, John, like he a history of thrown bombs at the other Republicans. And I think there again, I think you have this very they call it like a soft core. I do. I would not right. say you have the huge, hard core, uh, you know, Trump or die. Uh, base that you had I, I, there's no polling evidence of that at this point so I also think they're playing to that vulnerable point oh Trump hurts other Republicans and, and is spending his energy on that not fighting Democrats so I think that's a, a smart line and one quick thing um, JD on just this last thing on these two going at it this early DeSantis's camp is also going to force Trump to spend money I would question that he might not have Right, Because if you're, you know, DeSantis is fundraising like crazy. He's got the organized organization. He's a sitting Republican major, you know, governor of a major money state like Florida. Um, and then the money just pours in. A lot of Florida is also New York money, as we've said. That That's New York and, you know, people are in Florida and New York, right? So um, there's a lot of money flowing through that, and he is exceedingly popular. And I think he is drawing Trump out of any cave at this point because, again, it's unclear to me what is going to be the big source of money for Trump, John. And you and I know he was able to pull it off, really, with, with just the sheer... You know, like he got that natural media coverage in the first big time around. Let's be honest. Right. He only won in 16 and, and whatever fight people want to have. And now it's exhausting. He did not win in 2020. So, That's like, right. where, the, you know, the money came. He didn't have to, like, chase the money is my point. And I think DeSantis is playing on that point also. He's like, no, well, we're going to make you try to find money because if he's yep. running these ads, right, so...
0: I also think, Donna Perry, you know, in certain members of the media, you know, when certainly the Trump people saying, look at that, you know, because of he was in court, meaning the president and so forth, he he raised, you know, whatever it was, three or four to five million dollars over a short period of time. But listen, over the course of of the long run, I mean, I'm saying, you know, I don't know how that to me. That's not, I mean, and I'm not trying to be flippant, but that, that's really, that's not a lot of money. I mean, it's not like no, 50 it's not. hundred million came in or one hundred million came in. All right. So, oh, right. Three million, five million. I mean, I, you know, you sometimes you see a GoFundMe where something happens and someone's in the news and that raises, I think, um, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse raised like two million in a, in a week. So I, I'm not convinced. I, I don't think that was a big payday and certainly not something that would try to discourage or intimidate someone from not entering the race
1: no and and jd like that that's a great point i mean we remember or at least i you know you and i talked about all this back in 16 even a guy like when bernie sanders when it was yes. at his zenith i remember they would say he raised 25 million overnight yeah. right because and Ber- right. bernie would have these slug it out. Remember he did very well on debate stages. I'll give him that. He kind of owned it, right? He was making the other ones like move to the left and he would raise a lot of money. And so the contrast is very good. Like 5 million is not a big money night, um, no. the way, the it's way not. these guys do it and, and online. No. And so what I think DeSantis, again, that's where this is going. Um, he's going to draw Trump out and he's, he's going to say, well, you're going to have to find the money. And a lot of the money is not going to go to him. And he's not, I feel like he's not, he, they were, they got lucky and he's not accustomed to have to really fight for the money. And John, he really doesn't have big rapport with any big donor base as far as I've ever seen.
0: No, and he's not you – know, it, it, look, at, he's not getting any attention since just that, you know, it popped when he would – the whole business of had to go to court and then that night at Mar-a-Lago. But other than that, it faded very quickly. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna yep. Perry right here on The John DePetro Show. Next time you have an emergency – 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, that's right, in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, online at admedurgentcare.net. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker, it's Donna Perry. Now, DJ, it's a fluid situation, and sometimes I hesitate to talk about something that's definitive, but I think we can at least have a conversation with this situation with... Fox, Dominion, this lawsuit. Um, as much as, you know, as we're talking, the, the judge did delay it. And I, yep. I think this is one of those situations, as much as they may not like it, um, and certainly if you're Rupert Murdoch, they're talking about they are prepared to do almost, you know, a nine figure, I think they said nine figure. Uh, they're willing to do something north of 100 million. Now the Dominion suit is for 1.6 billion. I believe they've, Fox has actually been trying to counter with half of that, which again, I'm not, you know, it's astronomical. (laughs) 800 billion. Right. But I think we could at least discuss for someone that, and I think I, you know, you have to give him credit. Rupert Murdoch, he obviously success speaks for itself. There's even a TV show about him succession. I mean, between the New York Post and Fox and News Corp and the Wall Street Journal. But I think yes. this time they are just – and you, I'd like you to touch on, but bottom line, they cannot have – you can't have Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson getting up on the stand. It, 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 it just – it right. would damage the brand, I think. You tell me. I think it damage no matter how outrageous it may be, the downside is, I, I think, far more damaging then whatever win they may think they're going to get out of this.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you're reading it all correctly. And I would say that the reputation of a guy like Murdoch, right? So when, when this has all come to this point, he was always known as like a beard knuckles negotiator, tough, tough negotiator, this guy. So you're right. And I think guys like that are, you know, men of that stature. So he's gone right to the end line here, but I do think, they in no way want what you've just described. They do not want the court trial. They certainly, at his advanced age, do not want Rupert Murdoch on no, a stand. Oh, my I, God. I think. Right. So I think that's really playing. The fact that Dominion, whatever, whoever, they're, the way they're carrying this on, like, they haven't blinked yet. So um, I think that there's a lot of concern about that. They don't want... Rupert on a stand, they don't want their prized nighttime guys, um, that would be really not good for them in, in just a million ways. So you're right. I mean, I think um, this is high high stakes. This is closer to a billion than a hundred million. Like, where is this going? Um, but there, John, we, you know, we have to say there is some settlement money under discussion at some level when then the judge well when the judge delays it for two days so that's the the lawyers for both sides are when that happens you know they're indicating to the court um that their negotiations are perhaps they're not closed down and i'm sure they're very difficult and but they're happening you know so i think in a case of this magnitude um this would definitely be a day-by-day watch and see where it's going um i think a guy like Robert Murdoch so much on the line the empire he built um, you know I do think at the end of the day money is money is money and I think Dominion if they think they can squeeze it at that level will it push the, the thing aside um because then they don't otherwise they are let's be honest you don't know how a jury reads this ultimately.
0: no you don't and donna perry the one other thing before we move on is just the just the, the also the historical significance of it i mean i i'm just i mean would, would rachel maddow want to have to get on the stand sometimes but some of the things have been reported <laughs> on msnbc or joy Reed or you know right. think about some of the times some of the things that have happened with the new york times Journalists Woodward and Bernstein, so they pride themselves, right? The sh- the shield that the press enjoys, and you don't give up a source yep. and so forth. But this is a completely different animal. I I, I just don't think the whole business of boy, this is going to crimp freedom of speech. You know, the expression of the speech is free. It's the lies you're going to pay for. Between Alex Jones and you know Sid Powell and now Fox, it it sure seems like. You know the the chickens are coming home to roost. And just before we move on, I think it also it it's, would be really devastating to the whole situation with President Trump and what was going on. Yes. And highlight again that those guys, even though they knew and were texting each other that they didn't believe it, uh, I I just I don't think it's it's good for business with anyone. And I think of that you know that fantastic film that depict. Massachusetts civil action Robert Duvall and John Travolta and it's Beatrice and I think it was the situation of Woburn and there was a smell in the water and, and Robert Duvall sees these people and he says those people will must never see the inside of a courtroom I <laughs> mean listen yeah. we're settling we're they not know. putting these people on the stand so just your final take on I, as much as they may hem and haw unless Dominion is hell bent I, I think Fox is going to have to pay up
1: pay up yeah. and pay up huge. Yes. Um and that's a good point though, John. And that you, I forgot about that point that it actually is to a great disadvantage to Trump because it just it just strums up all that stuff again and the Sydney yes. Powell world and all you know what I mean? Like oh that would God. all be magnificently dragged out. So yes. um and that actually no, st- it would be to an advantage of a DeSantis at that point. So
0: a- And, Donna Perry, Massachusetts, this is interesting, Um, unbelievable, fantastic reporting, by the way, the New York Times. We learned that there had been these documents that were floating around and leaked, and the New York Times really went to town. And by all accounts, they actually got to this Air National Guardsman. They got to his home in Massachusetts before the authorities did. Um, I'd like your thought on that, but I I also – I'm going to go back to – and I have been – Telling people, I, I do not believe that the president is going to run for re-election. I know people say, well, he's saying he's going to. He hasn't officially done it. I, I think things are adding up. The economy's not getting better. His poll numbers are yeah. not getting better. This is another example that the fact that these documents, this person had access to it, these are national security affecting our national secrets, eavesdropping, uh, you know, surveillance, war plans. This is absolutely inexcusable <laughs> embarrassing and head should roll
1: well yeah and like jd the guy the he looked like i mean he looked like he's 12 which i think yes. snl even threw that up there a little bit he's from Dayton, mass now he was in the air force but it was he he's like 21 22 jd i i also think it shows i, I was thinking this as i've read through some of this and looked at some of the stuff online like I just wonder whether it's at the Pentagon or the national security level, like these very younger guys, and they're of a very different generation than us, John. They they really almost their entire existence is like so intricately intertwined with their like yes. online life, if I may say it that way. Yeah. like you know what I mean? They're in all these, you know, this they're in, they're in online communities and they have online friends and maybe they were gamers and they're, they're like so intertwined, John. And I, it's not an excuse, but I I almost think that it's like, I find it like very odd and it's also so pervasive. And I just wonder at the highest levels, like I say, like, The Pentagon or CIA, like, you you bring in these young guys. You have to keep, of course, you bring the next generation in. But the fact that he was, like, IT was his role with them. But, again, he, he himself is in the military. So I just think, like, there is this whole generation coming up that, like I say, they almost don't distinguish. And I know he would have known what he was doing was wrong. But he also... It, it's like they're so good at it, and they're so intertwined, and they, you know, they they just do, and they have like they're impressing their online community of friends. I mean, I don't I don't really have an answer for for the bottom line of well. how this got this way, but. You know, they like it it's, is. Listen, I think it should sloppy, be a scary thing. Uh, all these. Yeah, it's
0: a it's a dangerous thing. All these documents floating around, whether it's in Biden's garage next to the Corvette or whether it's a Marlboro. Yeah. Uh, the country needs a lockdown on these documents, classified yep. secrets, who has access to them. And, you know, we we don't know, but it certainly raises a thought if you are China or Putin, that you want to get some. Russian agents in some of these American chat rooms and he easily could have been unknowingly slipping these things to you know a Russian asset folks again we're speaking with Donna Perry and DJ just our final story i think this main mother um and what she yeah. went through and this lawsuit over her child's gender transition to to stumble upon a child who you know, she doesn't realize that the child's using different pronouns. She doesn't realize that the the child has this type of garter, whatever it is that it basically discourages yes. breast development. But then to learn that it was a gift from a social worker at the school—if that is not—and this is in Maine, by the way. This isn't Silicon Valley, right? This isn't the upper right. west side of Manhattan. It's not if New this York. It's not a red flag. It's not New York. If this isn't a red flag. The, the, there's a major problem and as much as it framed as you know trans rights as human rights and i've i covered no. one of those rallies they're screaming it yep. and they chase that uh college swimmer out of giving that speech but th- this this is not a young child a uh, teenager who is you know pregnant doesn't want to tell her parents needs advice or whatever it may be this this is Life altering procedures. Yes, that these children yeah. could be having, which could leave them, by the way, sterile and then they change their mind and it's too late. And the fact, I, I, I'm sorry, a parent absolutely has the right to know about this stuff.
1: Well, of course. And, and I would say in this case, and John, they've now the cases are starting to rack up. And certainly in, in New England, this is another one of a very prominent cases. It's, it's all very troubling and disturbing. And I think we have reached a point where in her federal lawsuit, and I would, you've laid it out very well, I would watch. The language of what she is charging. And this could end up, John, going all the way up to your Supreme Court. I have a feeling this stuff is going to end up there. And and they're filing the case to say that this school board in little old, you know, nowheresville, somewhere Maine, has violated the mother's constitutional rights to decide the upbringing of her own child. And I think that's like very, very, very powerful and potent. Um, of an argument and and i'll tell you something else is going to come out of some of this stuff and it as a parent it's it's disgusting it it's so troubling i've talked about this before i mean i don't care there there is this almost there, the other side that is pushing this on emotionally vulnerable a 13 yes. year old 11 year old I have said it before., um, it's a different version of abusing a child in my opinion, and I am sorry, a public school has no legal right. They have no claim of turf here. Um, they They don't have the grounds to supersede a parent and this and operate in this crazy secrecy and allowing, and that was part of her original argument, they're allowing. People who call themselves the school counselor, John, that is not their role. That is not no. their right. And no. let's be honest: people are using their own ideology. They are persuading, encouraging, and I would call it even—you know—let's face it, brainwashing a vulnerable person in adolescence. It's—it's. It's, I find a lot of it um, just so disgustingly irresponsible, and it's—it's it's not. That, you know, uh, kids can, can have, you know, some confusion at that age, which, by the way, there, there was 100 years of teaching in child development. And, and a lot of people who are at these children's hospitals, they know better. And, and they are just, John, there's money in this. It's disgusting. There is money right. in this in this, a, a lot of money. It's not an insurance thing. And you're almost like, you know, having surgeries forced on a young person who really has Uh. no right at that point. So the fact that whatever they called it, they were, it's, it's like a, it's a device and it's holding Uh. down, you know, her breasts and the mother is not told John, this is beyond outrageous. This has to get stopped at the court's level. And I would agree with you. It's also, there is, I call it this air of almost like irrational hysteria by you know the other side and anyone who dares to say this is wrong this is not the domain of a public school and they throw it doesn't you're not a hateful. i this is so overused you're not a hateful person if you question that it is rational for people for schools to be in the business of pushing it's it is a hysteria it's taken hold in a lot of corners of the country um, and if there are parents who, you know, they run run their family's lives based on someone's opinion on, you know, Instagram or Facebook, and sadly that there's a lot of people who do that. I'm sorry, it's like that. It, it flies in the face of all good centuries and and understanding. You know, child development and and the so fact cruel. that yeah, it's it's cruel. You are manipulating a, a really innocent. Young person. And and by the way, an adult can brainwash a, a young person into almost anything. And, and that's yes. the vulnerability that they have, by the way.
0: Yeah. So, and, um, d- and Donna Perry, and the these thing school about ah, and the thing about it is, you're not talking about someone that tries a sport that they don't like, or they try an activity, or they do even a year, you know, a semester abroad. These are life altering procedures that these young people are having and again i go back to i interviewed this
1: they have no idea what they're agreeing to you know know. of
0: course not No, yeah no a lot of confusion folks again she is independent columnist opinion maker donna perry dj great job as always and we'll talk to you again you bet propane plus in rhode island for all your propane needs call them 401- 885-4209 in Massachusetts you can reach them at 508-252-3359 propane heating and cooling it's propane plus their team's been there three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery and they plan on serving you for a long time to come they offer online billing ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button and remember all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment it's propane plus and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable call propane plus today at 401-885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, you hear me. um, We like to weekly talk with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. He's a columnist. He is plugged in. He has broken so many different stories. The guy's very modest about it. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe has written a piece And I believe you'd have to go back a little ways to um, see the type of what I would call a takedown of a politician. The Providence, I don't think, I'm going to say not since Ed Acorn in the Providence Journal have we seen this type of a scathing piece. And it has to do with Governor McKee. Now, when we did speak with Dan McGowan, he did mention that he was going to go to Newport and try to get some answers from Governor McKee regarding a variety of different things, but especially this education thing he rolled out. I want to draw to your attention this piece in the Boston Globe by columnist Dan McGowan. Governor McKee's big education plan over promises and underwhelms. It starts off, that's it? Since Wednesday was actually Governor McKee's 772nd day in office. You'd think his big education proposal... To help Rhode Island students catch up to their peers in Massachusetts by 2030 would be so exhaustively comprehensive. It would take journalists, teachers, and mayors a couple of days to digest all of it, complexity and brilliance. Now, by the way, the McKee people are trying to say first 100-day in office. Where Dan McGowan is right is he took over for Governor Raimondo in March of 21. So it's actually 772 days in office it continues, instead, McKee stayed true to the brand he's built over the two-plus years, over-promising on a goal, then rolling out a not-ready-for-primetime plan that's so thin that it's sure to under-deliver in the long run. And then we all, and then we all, now, and this is just the beginning part of it, and then we all, all we need is a lame excuse for why it failed or a person to blame, and the full McKee will be on display. The governor refused to take questions at his press conference at the Newport Boys and Girls Club, rushing off to a back room somewhere in the building rather than face reporters. A spokeswoman said McKee's speech, in which with a straight face he compared catching Massachusetts on test scores to JFK's pledge to put a man on the moon, had all the answers. It didn't. The gist of the plan is for students to add 1 million hours of learning time to their schedules outside of school in order to both make up for the learning loss during the COVID pandemic, see remote learning, and to match the students in Massachusetts who have long been the nation's leaders in test scores. McKee wants to accomplish these goals by convincing mayors and town managers to sign a compact with the state where they agree to expand, quote, the culture of learning from the 180-day school year to a full 365-day calendar year. He has $4 million in federal funding to sprinkle across the state, which will help municipalities pay for more after-school programming. If this at all sounds a little like the Providence After School Alliance that David Cicilline created when he was mayor, you're probably on the right track. First to sign on to McKee's plan is Newport, which already has a fantastic network of nonprofits working with students, including the Boys and Girls Club, Sail Newport, Fun Program, Kids Read the Animals. The mayor said it's time to show a sense of urgency for helping kids to succeed. Now, again, this is all Dan McGowan, Boston Globe. He's spot on about that, writes McGowan. But while after school programming is wonderful, there's no urgency in McKee's plan. There's nothing mandatory about it. Heck, he's not even asking school themselves to extend the school day or the school year. We have no sense how cities and towns are going to be held accountable under this LEARN 365RI compact. Is anyone really going to cut funding from nonprofit after-school programs if test scores don't go up? And if we don't have a set of guidelines that municipalities will have to follow in order to obtain funding... McKee now this is Dan McGowan of the Globe McKee was an excellent mayor of Cumberland at one time wants to leave everything in the hands of his pals at the city and town level the problem with that they're not all like McKee not all of them care about education the way he did when he led the effort to create mayoral academy charter schools many of them are barely interested in schools at all McKee did spell out three metrics he'll use to compare the students in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, RICAS, MCAS scores, absenteeism rates, completion rates for the free application for federal student aid. Folks, it goes on from there, but this is, as I have, you know, and it it just kind of goes in and it is available. You can read it, but Dan McGowan also lays out, you know, Rhode Island's chronic absenteeism rate it's clear this is where it's clear where I stand on this gimmick, of an education plan from a governor who hasn't even bothered to find a new board of education chair since the last one quit in November. But you don't have to take my word for it. So he drove to Cumberland, and he actually asked uh, the superintendent and the assistant superintendent what they think about the plan. They hadn't seen anything, um, but they said it has to be focused. And then they went into kind of their plan of of how they try to get students more proficient and how to how it compares to the state. Apparently, Cumberland scores have been going up. Now Thornton, he had been in Warwick, and he, I believe, just got fed up with the teachers union there. But um, and then you know they have plans of it only takes a couple dozen more students to slightly raise their test scores. For some schools to see 10 to 20% gains in their proficiency rates. So, students with lower scores also get extra doses of attention to raise their scores. I mean, all of that seems to make sense. So, they're trying to improve it. Dan McGowan writes For what it's worth, I've been asking the Rhode Island Education Department for months for data exactly how many kids need to improve to catch masks. They refuse to say. All in this district that spends sixteen thousand per pupil, this is Cumberland now, three thousand less than the state average. Thornton said he wasn't sure whether Cumberland will sign on to the McKee Pact, but if it does, he knows how he wants to use any extra money. Targeted, focused attention with experts working with kids. So think of that. The district in Cumberland spends 16000 per pupil. Do you know that Westerly is 24000 per pupil? Ridiculous. Providence is 22000 Totally out of hand. But I'm telling you, there is a big buzz about this Dan McGowan piece in the Boston Globe. And again, I think it's all on the money. It's very hard-hitting. Governor McKee's big education plan overpromises and underwhelms. And it starts off with, that's it, with a question mark. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. Falcon Pest Services, 12 months of the year, you could have a pest problem. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts called Falcon Pest Services today, 401-739-1322. Free consultation, 401 739 1322 locally owned and operated serving rhode island and southeastern mass they offer services for termites bed bugs ants roaches mice rats in the summertime spring fall mosquitoes and many other pests call today for a free consultation whether it's for your home or a restaurant maybe it's once a year maybe it's once a month call falcon pest services today free consultation 401- 739 1322. Residential and commercial, whether it's an office building, a school, a hotel, a restaurant, or your home, call Falcon Pest Services today. Free consultation 401 739 1322. 580 1852 Limitless Outdoors. Dream, build, enjoy. To the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, petro.com Remember, weekdays. 11 to 2, but visit the website to Petro.com. That's the best way to reach me. There's a direct link, contact John. We also have all our sponsors right there. We have unique, original reporting, stories, videos, also all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, when we do Facebook live or YouTube or Twitter, it's all right there at the website to Petro.com. And then remember, once you're there, you can also visit the shop we have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there. Folks, it all starts by logging on at depetro.com And on the left-hand side, you can always listen live. Again, all our links, everything begins and ends right there at the website, depetro.com. For over 125 years, AmeriPrize Financial has provided advice for clients. Unique goals help millions of Americans retire on their terms. Now, as we're at the end of the year, beginning of a new year, why not take advantage of our free consultation? Call Tom Bryan today, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massoid Avenue in East Providence put the strength of a leader in retirement planning to work for for you through a personal one-on-one relationship call tom bryan today AmeriPrize financial advisors 401-434-1510 get solid advice get a plan whether it's for yourself you and a spouse maybe your children or grandchildren take advantage of this free consultation ameriprise financial 401-434-1510 call right now 401 401- Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors.